welcome back to the Unfiltered Podcast. This episode was sponsored by GoTie. Go to the Unfiltered Podcast and go through the link so you can get 25% off on all purchases. Before we begin, my name is Blue. I'm 27. My name is Audrey. I'm 21. Christy, I'm 22. Joseph, I'm 19. Theo, I'm 16. Alright guys, now our uh, first topic is going to be uh, Organism 46B. I've been super excited to talk about this with everybody in this group right now because I thought it was a very interesting thing to discover and I just wanted to hear y'all's thoughts on it. So for those of you who are listening and do not know what we are talking about, it is an enormous 30 foot, 10 meter long, 14 tentacled squid that they supposedly found in Russia underneath a underneath two miles of ice in a lake so let's get into this so uh apparently these scientists um let me see if i can find his name here well let's first talk about the um surrounding area or the creature itself the creature is designated organism 46b was Aquatic beast alleged catways, um, allegedly captured by a Russian scientist team near a research output post. I'm going to butcher this name. Vosko, Vosko. It's the Russian name, y'all. I'm from Tennessee. Station. Okay. Organism 46B is enormous, and the encounter that these scientists had from allegedly that they had. Um, was absolutely horrific because honestly if any of this happened in front of me i would probably shit a fucking break i don't think i would have made it out of their alive. so let's get into this encounter so they established this place by um it was established by the soviets in 1957 was discovered to have been sighted atop a vast body of liquid water beneath so they didn't even know there was water underneath till like years later like 1947 so they finally decided around like February 5th, 2012 to go and start digging up in that shit. And I think they finally reached the bottom. And uh, as they reached the bottom and decided to send out some people to go investigate it. Uh, the story of this all first broke uh, November 2016 on the 30th. And uh, the claim from um, Dr. Anton Padalko. Adalka, I know I'm butchering his name, guys, claims to have been part of this scientific expedition and he explored the lake with his team. And this guy, him and like, I think a couple other men said to have made it out. And um, yeah, two of his teammates, one being his best friend, was one of the guys who actually got caught by the beast and was ripped to shreds by his encounter of it. And um, from his own words, we encountered the organism 46B on our first day. It disabled our radio, which was later learned to our alarm was, it was intelligent. It is also able to paralyze prey from a distance of up to 150 feet by releasing its venom into the water. Tragically, my colleague and lifelong friend was killed this way. Those are, that was one of his um, responses to uh, being, I'm not really sure who interviewed this, 
guy and got all this information from him because he has not been able to be found ever since this was released. So like, uh, I don't know if this is exactly his words, but we're going off of that right now. And um, just so you guys know, for something to be able to spit spit venom through water that far, that is a lot of fucking pressure, bro. Just, I just need everybody to realize that. That is a lot of pressure, especially at the depth that that thing was at. Just get stronger. So, simple. Yeah, exactly. So, um, he, uh, he then proceeded to say he treaded water wearing a blissful smile as the organism approached him where watching helplessly as it used its arms to tear off his head then pop his arm remains in its mouth and they all watched it and it, he said that he almost looked hypnotized and in a trance whatever he was being eaten so that kind of makes me think that this thing puts out a lot of chemicals that may make people hallucinate mm-hmm. is one of my theories and after this it can it continued to stalk the group and as it's stalking the group um that he said it shapeshifted into the form of a human diver where it was where they thought it was one of their colleagues swimming towards them tried to go near it they then realized it was not their colleague but by the time they realized it was too late and it had got another one of them that's a demon i thought i thought i wonder if it's a hallucinate like whatever you said the who would have to be hallucinogens yeah because there's no way he shift shaped well here's my thing like there is an octopus i don't i cannot think of the name of the octopus but it actually i wouldn't say shape just it mimics other predators around it to kind of help keep itself alive i think if maybe it followed them for a certain distance and maybe tried to mimic what they were doing i think shape-shifting is a little far but mimicking maybe yeah you could mimic the vocals even or, if so though wasn't it's it a dark? creature and you're saying like a small person i feel like they should have noticed <laughs> i mean yeah it but you have dark? to think, whenever you're underwater, you have goggles on, there's bubbles going up through your face. It's kind of blurry looking through everything. So, I mean, like, until you get super up on something, you're not going to really know what it is. Oh, I thought you right meant... Your face. Okay, so I, I mean, understand that. But what I'm, I think it might be a chemical thing. I think it might have released some chemicals that made them hallucinate all this shit. Okay, because my understanding was that they were on the water, not in it. So no, they're in idea. underneath the water, like two miles underneath the water. They're not treading the water. They are under it. Okay, so then that wow. could definitely be a possibility because it's very dark down there. Yes, yes. They are very far underneath the water at this point. When all this is going down, they were sent down there to research at the bottom of the lake to gather some specimens and shit, and that's what they ran into. So that's where we are. Later that night, um, they actually, after this encounter, they ended up uh, cutting off one of the tentacles from the creature and this is where this kind of confused me a little bit they said that they put the creature in a tank they were able to put the creature in a tank and i just i just need y'all to understand how big this thing is like it's fucking huge and them not knowing that something that big's down there and already having a tank prepared for it kind of fucking bs that don't make no sense to me but like I'm thinking, like, maybe they had a tank big enough for the tentacle they locked off. I think the wording may have got mixed up in this. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping. And what they meant is they got a piece of it in a casing and not the whole thing. Because I feel like if they got the whole thing, that just... 
but you later further into this you'll see okay after um whopping off one of the tentacles they were able to capture this thing magically in a box and um as they were sleeping on the ice that night the tentacle somehow skeeted across the ice and was able to strangle one of the other scientists while they were sleeping so not only is the creature very intelligent but it's able to control its limbs even after they are detached from its body supposedly ew yeah so that's crazy and you also have to think so um tentacles octopus um whenever you cut their tentacles off they're still able to move they still have those movements in them but i've never seen something like crawl towards you and knowingly grab a hold of you and try to choke you out you know yeah i do know when you eat them like because in asian culture you like people like to eat them live they'll try to climb out of your throat while you're eating it yeah yeah i've heard that (laughs) and then like yeah so like that all happened and then after trapping the creature in a tank and bringing it to the surface and it was seized by the russian government and that they were told not to speak of the encounter ever again and ever since then uh dr padalica has fled the country after allegedly discovering the russian president vladimir putin oh my words (laughs) vladimir vladimir putin i know i I know I butchered it. Russian government president has um, wanting to weaponize this creature, but Russia has denied all claims of this and all allegations that this organism even exists. So now I've got some, I got a few little questions of my own. Like, and I've I read further down in the little hoax se- section, and this is like some things that people like kind of nitpicked at the whole story that I was also doing myself. And one of the things was that um, whenever you're drilling for like shit like that, they said like typically ice drills are not very big. So like the drill hole is usually just like a couple inches in diameter for like maybe a couple things, small things to fit through, but definitely not a human body nor a big ass tank. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the things that some people thought was a little weird, but I'm just saying they could have dug like a popped a bunch of holes in that and like had a big open area for people to dive down in but that also you got to think is two miles of ice they dug through and drilled through so i doubt that was one of the options um the other one was where is dr padalka like what happened to him if all this is fake what happened to him why did he feel the need to flee the country if he was not in danger mm-hmm. and um everybody's been looking for him and and not only that i want to know could this possibly be one of the reasons that nasa decided to stop exploring the ocean and start exploring space like could organism 46 be just be one of the many monsters that are intelligent underneath the ocean that we are trying to escape from I want to know y'all's thoughts on all this. Do you... I about choked him on spin. Do you think it's a hoax? Do you believe in the organism? If you do, what are your thoughts? Uh, I think it's real, right? Because we don't know 80% of the ocean. I definitely think it's probably real. I just think that it doesn't want to be bothered. I feel like humans just need to leave it alone. <laughs> We're land mammals for a reason. We need to stay on the land. 
I feel like it's pretty difficult though to say that it's real if you haven't seen it because right now if anything is hearsay right now it doesn't mean it doesn't exist but for me it would be difficult to not see that especially something of that magnitude right have you discovered 80% of the water Joseph I never said I did but I'm talking about the creature <laughs> not the water I know but the creature can be deep deep in the water yeah but there's no need for us to go that deep <laughs> what the heck are you saying? Simple answer. <laughs> you know, like, we don't need to go down. Just stay away from them. Simple answer. <laughs> Me personally, I do kind of feel it is a hoax. The the largest squid ever caught is is forty odd feet. So for a squid to actually get up this size is a very rare occurrence. And aside from that, one hundred and fifty foot of venom, it, you know, you know, you're European, that'd be fifty meters, which is the size of you know two houses, you know, two living rooms. And the hallucinations is probably, to be honest, bullshit because it might be, you know, like tranquilizer fluid, which, you know, can, you know, make them go limp or numb and stuff like that. So they could, you know, stop moving. So, you know, personally, I feel like it is a bit of a bullshit, but, you know. Yeah, I see that point. Me personally, I think that this shit might actually exist. Now, do I think it's to the extreme as which the scientists experienced it maybe but i think there might have been a lot more chemicals from releasing from this squid than they thought possible it might have been a really really toxic animal to be around and just being in the water may have caused many many things of brain damage for them and not only that um people thought the giant squid did not exist until 2016 so i think it is well within reason to think that there are bigger things in the ocean just kind of out of our sight and hidden even though it is a little out there everybody thought it was a little out there to see a squid giant bigger than a boat but sailors seen it they were called crazy for it and years later here we are knowing it exists so who knows 20 years from now someone might actually come up with some evidence that shows that this thing is real and it does do everything that those scientists said but we also may prove later that it was a hoax and they just wanted some attention on the Russian government. I do have one thing though. Um, this is a possibility, sure, but would we be able to coexist with it or would we have to kill it? That's a good question. Would we be able to coexist with something that is very intelligent enough to know about its own existence? Exactly, because if anything, we'd have to kill it. And if, if there's one, there's more. So we'd have to kill a species off. And if we know anything about squids and octopus, they don't have just one baby at a time. Yep, they have multiple, so mm -hmm. it'd be a tough one. It would. And humans, we ain't reached the depths at to which they have. So who knows how deep they go to have their children, you know? Next thing you know, we're making underwater nukes. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> they've been blowing up the ocean here lately. Like, I, I believe it. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> but, um... I think we were going to get into some Reddit readings. So who wants to get us started off on that? Um, yeah, but before we begin, I'd like to give a shout out to one of our affiliates, Fiverr. If you check out our website, you can see a video on what they offer and all the gigs they have. If you want somebody to deal with the legal stuff of your business, um, get your Discord started like you don't have any ideas or inspiration, you can check them out. Absolutely. And also, feel, oh, go ahead, Blue. Give me a second. Oh, and if you're feeling hot and spicy with your significant other, or you're just wanting to buy her something that looks real sexy for you, you nasties, 
check out Fine. <laughs> we got the link to Miss Me, Empress Mimi's there. She has everything you could ever want and more. Uh, so mine is, the topic is my son cheated on his wife. And here's the context. Um, it says, OMG, I just got a text message from my daughter-in-law. Caught my 30-year-old son cheating. Um, what would you do or say in this situation? Uh, for one, why? And, and let me give, give a little more information. They were uh, married for three months so far. Oh, three months into your marriage, and you already walking out, my guy. Yep. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. Like why? I just feel like you weren't even in it to win it to begin with. Why would you even propose and waste her time like that? Uh, he's grown yeah. age, thirty years old. That is not acceptable. Does it say how long they were dating before the marriage? No, it does not. But I feel to to marry someone, right? That's a huge thing. So if you're gonna yeah. three months in, like, why'd you even bother, yeah. right? You you could have had a one night stand or something or a hookup, but instead you did this. So you hurt them even more. That's what I'm saying. Like that don't make sense. And marriage is ex- like weddings are expensive, right? To get married and divorce is it like expensive? Exactly. So it, it seems like he loses more than he won. Exactly. He was hoping not to get caught, I feel like. Yeah, because he loses half of what he gets anyways. But I have a question. You see how all in the news where, like, parents are defending their kids, like, for murder or cheating. Would you confront your son (coughs) about the situation, or would you be one of those parents who defend your kid no matter what? 100% I confront my kid. I'd tell tell him what the hell's wrong with him. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You told this girl you love her, been married three months. Which means you've probably been dating for a good amount before that. So what was the point? Yep. Good, good. Okay, next question, Chrissy. Okay, so this one, this baby girl, she done said that her boyfriend's friend group, they are only friends with girls that they would smash. So if they <laughs> wouldn't smash you, you ain't in the circle, baby girl. Like, you, you ain't getting it. And she asked her boyfriend, like, you know, if he would ever do that. And he's like, no, because he doesn't have any any friends that are girls because he's dating her. So what are what are your, like, thoughts on that? Do you guys think that's weird? Do you think guys would normally do that? I uh, feel would know. <laughs> I 100% think that. Unless there's, like, a huge age difference or family friend. I don't see myself being with friends of the opposite sex, like close friends where I'll be alone with them at all. If I had a boyfriend, I just feel like it's a waste of my time. I feel like it depends. Um, especially if like, like in my case, I have a lot of buddies. Don't care if they're a guy or a woman. Like, like these are people that I'm expecting to keep my life. Right. So those are people that I'm definitely, you know, whether whoever I'm with, I'm still going to be able to um, be around those people. But never would I betray the person I'm with, right? Yeah. Yeah. I do agree. I do agree. Like, same with me. I do have obviously some close female friends and some close male friends. But if I'm in a relationship, I'm not going to obviously get with my childhood female friends, you know? 100%. Well, not even like childhood like friends. It's just like any homegirl or anyone that's like the female that you're friends with, like, you obviously find her attractive. So if you find them attractive, then that's different, right? Obviously, you have to break that's that not off. Even, that's not even a friendship either. Yeah. That's um, not true friendship. 
but, but if it's like if it's a legitimate friendship different story right but if you think they're attractive you gotta break that off that's not that's not not for who you're with you know yeah, yeah that's that's less think. though that's just you wanting to smash just smash your friend like come on really and blue oh yeah. now this is a good one guys because i can relate to this and i i'm gonna tell you why just tell them straight up best friend kid is a little shit can't fucking relate <laughs> how do i go about telling my best friend his kid is absolutely awful without majorly offending him which honestly if he's your best friend you should not give two shits about offending him but anyways i digress fast forward 32 years he has only one only child has everything he wants has tv in his room has a fucking iphone and ipad at the age of four which is fucking stupid (laughs) and like yeah he gets basically anything he wants and his dad basically is he's all about his son he cares very much about him that is his apple that is his baby which is how it should be but there's an extent people anyways he his kid goes absolutely berserk without his screens he is aggressive towards other kids towards dogs it doesn't matter he just isn't about that fucking life when it comes to it and discipline is not in his parenting aspects uh, for his friends. Like he don't discipline him at all whenever it comes to this stuff. So he said, I worry about what he will be like in 10 years or so. So it's got to the point I don't really even want to visit anymore. Like, I understand that completely, my God. Like he dreads even going over there because he wants to put the kid in his place. But you don't want to do that because it's not your kid. You can't go put your hands on other people's kids and shit. So, how y'all feel about that? What would you do if it's your best friend's kid? What are your thoughts? So, here, here's the thing with not having discipline on your children and not being strict on your kids. Is that reflects onto when they get older and how they respect you then. Does that make sense to y'all? Like, do you know what I mean? Because yeah, if you're going to let them disrespect you at that age, they're going to grow up and continue to grow up and be like, well, you let me get away with stuff back then. So I'm going to keep going because you've never told me any different. Yeah, I've, I've been with friends who are disciplined and undisciplined. And the people who are disciplined just are better off as a person. And the people who were never disciplined, they're just brats. They're the ones who gossip a lot. They're snobs. They're, I don't know. I don't like them. It's definitely uh, an apparent issue. They yeah, really do. It's an apparent issue because um, there, there's a limit, right? Like Blue said, there's giving your kid everything, right? Because that's your child. And then there's giving them more than they have or need because they need to, at some point, or at a young age, they need to earn the stuff, right? They can't just have everything. And if you don't teach them that, they're never, they're going to expect you to give everything to them. And then what happens from there? They're just relying on you. Yeah, they have poor behavior. Yeah. I don't understand the no discipline parenting. I, like, if you guys ever check it out on Hulu, the parent test, where they try all these different type of parenting, traditional, strict, disciplined, high achievement, child-led. The child-led, the free range, all of those were horrible. They were horrible. The kids were brats. They allowed strangers in the house. It's just horrible. That's like, because they don't know what they what they want. They, they think they know because they see what other people are doing. 
but they don't no. actually know what's they the right just don't world. know what the real world is because that kid is going to grow up the kid on the reddit he's going to grow up and there's going to be someone who's not going to put up with that and he's going to put that kid in his place and it's not going to be the nice way because he hasn't learned well he's going to take it a crap. lot harder and take a lot harder from a stranger than it is his own parent oh 100 if it's a stranger they'll probably beat him right then and there <laughs> not kill him no i'm serious <laughs> like like i've seen kids I like just walking by on the street. I've seen kids who like were given everything. One day, this adult was taking their stuff, beat the crap out of the kid right there on the street. Like wow. that's how it is. You you got to realize that you can't be an idiot. Yeah, I guess I can see that. Yeah. Theo. Yeah. No, no, but opinion really. Just you know, I do kind of agree with the strict parenting. Like it's kind of worked for me. My parents are you know strict, but they know the limit. So I, I think I've turned out fine. I'm not a spo- spoiler, snobby brat that gets everything he wants handed on a silver platter. You know? But some parents are you know the complete opposite. They do that, and their kids just end up fucking about all their life and just go nowhere. I didn't know. If it's not like prejudice, I didn't think Europeans like because I watch um, strict parents around the world. Every time the European kids, they'll be just like the biggest brats out of every other kid. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. don't get me wrong. There's a lot of bright people, but like sometimes Spanish parents tend to be stricter than, you know, other like European parents, you know, because they tend to be very loud and, you know, shout at you when you don't do anything. So, you know, that puts you in your people. The, the old, like, you know, slip or cry now and then, but, you know, that's about it. They get disciplined, they get put in their place. But, you know, if that doesn't happen to you, you're just going to be a fuck about all your life. I don't know. Sure. I like the classical American beatings. <laughs> spanking. Well, people, this girl tried to tell me a spanking is child, um, it's abuse. I'm like, abuse is when you they, beat the kid half to yeah. death. A spanking. A pat in the butt is just going to teach them not to do that again. Some kids need it, some kids don't. It's really. It, yeah. I think it's ironic too because they're, obviously, this isn't everyone, right? But there are children who, like, legitimately got beat. Like, I'm talking oh, yeah. beat. Yeah. Right? And, and it's more apparent in America. We're not going to talk about why, okay. But, you know, you, you look at how they come out, and then you look at how, like, people from other countries are where they don't do that as much. It's a big difference, right? And whether it's fear or whatever, right, it's a factor. I don't think I don't think um, beating their parent in America, I feel like American parenting is a lot weaker than other countries. Like, being born in Haiti, I think discipline is a lot stricter. Like, you don't wear your shoes outside, you get beat with the shoes. You don't do your food, you get beat well, with the food. Yeah, like in Latin, Latin American countries and stuff <laughs> yeah, like that, parenting's a lot stricter. But that's what I'm saying. I think now it's gotten way, um, like you said, um, weaker. Because you look at the older times, right? They just beat the kid. Just beat the life out of the kid. And the kid would have to learn that way. Now it's like you let them do whatever they want, they walk on you. Sure. All right. The next question Honestly, I have. Go ahead, Blue. Oh, I was going to say, honestly, I think it's just because the, the, today's kids are fucking weak. <laughs> we are, let's think about this. 100%. Like, mentally, mentally, we are unstable, but we're strong. We we hold our shit together when we can. Y'all can't hold shit together. Not even for a second. Y'all break down easily. They need their little safe bubble. Y'all some th- that's why, that's why whenever this like bullying case go out, I'm like, how severe? Because People would say calling you stupid is severe bullying. Cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you nope. something. <laughs> I had some boys that used to bully me in school. You know what I did? Beat what? the shit out of them. Knock their fucking socks off. Beat one boy so bad his pants fell off. He never fucking talked to me again. But my question is from Reddit, and I think we all can relate. Cause 
everybody in here games every single person so the title is gaming with the boys there are these guys i play with online but they consider me as their friend but all they do is make fun of me the people i cared about who died like my girlfriend who passed away last year and my baby sister who passed away this week is something that's brushed off and something else in my life is a living hell like i'm suicidal and i'm still in high school but if somebody could help me put in words and advice to tell them i don't appreciate them making fun of me or whatever or making jokes about my dead sister how do i do that well first off those are people that you should not be friends with all right that's the first thing yeah, but yeah. if you choose to be friends with them either way you need to tell them there's a line right and you, they wouldn't want anyone to talk about their dead family members and joke about it mm-hmm. so why is it okay and acceptable for them to talk about his it's not fair yeah i feel like you should have made that clear I in your friendship because you we do have offensive humor in gaming across the board but there are lines you don't cross when you're friends especially now when it's like it's so recent when it's so soon and somebody's still like recovering and still you know going through recovery and dealing with that sadness or that loss it's like you don't joke around with stuff like that like that's really disrespectful Mm -hmm. and i think that honestly goes back to what we were just talking about earlier about disciplining your kids i think there's a reasonable amount of respect that comes with disciplining your kids and they understand people's pain more when they go through their own. Like when you experience pain for yourself, you don't wish that upon anybody else. So you're more careful on what you say to people and how you present yourself to people than what you typically would be if you weren't. That's all I got to say about that. Theo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. What are your thoughts on gaming friends who go too far, like making fun of people who died? Well, I mean, that, to be quite honest, it's, it's just fucked up, honestly. This can cause severe emotional damage and stuff. And as he said, he's suicidal already. So, you know, that one comment eventually might just push him over the edge and he'll just end up killing himself. So there's a limit. There's a limit to where some, you know, friendly banter and jokes can go. I'm making fun of like some baby dead sister that died that, that we cut. Or his dead girlfriend. It's just, it just crosses the line completely. Mm-hmm. All right, that's just my question. Um, Theo, you have a question from Reddit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, the type, the type for this question is, my fiancé has just ended everything with nine weeks until the wedding. My fiancé, female 22, has ending everything with me, male 23, and says there is no chance of us getting back together. I got back from work yesterday, sat on the bed, and she told me it was over, that the decision is final, and there's no chance, no interest in getting back together in any way, shape or form. So obviously this poor guy, he, he's in shock. He's been together for seven and a half years since they're about 15, so childhood lovers. And they have never had any issues until October of last year. He's just lost his job and he was away f- and she has been away training for her new role in a movie or something. She's a female actress. Uh, yeah, she said that she hadn't been... Pardon? Go ahead. Right. She said that she hadn't been happy since August and that he needs to step up. So since then, he's done pretty much everything in the house. So cooking, cleaning, washing up, feeding the car and doing everything. So he's been a stay-at-home husband. And she said she would like still say if I needed to do even more. So one week, um, he would be spending too much time with her and the next week too little. And she just said she needed space and she felt too alone in the relationship. So she's, so he's staying at friends tonight and he doesn't know what to do. What should he do? Um, I think he should, I mm. think she might be cheating. I think she's I trying think to get she an excuse. Be to break it all, I was thinking, but I think she might be cheating. Well, there's also the fact that she, you said she was uh, doing her actress role, right? Yeah. So that means there's going to be a lot of money in for her, and she can pretty much start doing whatever she wants. 
so she, she doesn't have to be reliant. This and is true. He's doing everything he can for her, literally everything for her. So I don't see what the issue is. I think he's doing everything he should be, considering he wants to fix himself for her. And he's completely fine, too. And considering the fact that she told him to basically step his shit up, and if you're not going to have a job, do everything around the house, he's done what he's told, and she's still complaining about it. So I kind of feel like kind of bad I think that's kind of the point for her. She was hoping that he wouldn't do any of that shit, and she would have a reason to, like, kick him out. But where she don't, she needs to complain about other things to make him want to leave. Yeah. She don't want to be the bad guy. Yeah, she's trying to play the victim. Mm -hmm. This is where it leads into the cheating factor and stuff like that. She wants an excuse to leave him so she can go with her, you know, rich, you know, acting new boyfriend. No balls. Just say you don't want him anymore. Exactly. I'm like, don't mess with... That's such a waste of time. You know how everybody says life is short? Wasting my time that that much we're at a point we're about to get married and then you want to break it all? I might kill you. I might kill you. Emotionally wrecking for someone to just prolong that and just keep dragging your feelings on. Like just just cut it off. The emotional hurt and cut it off. I would be a, I would be pretty pissed, but the next day I'd be like, that's tough. I'm gonna find someone else now. I don't think you'll be like that, Joseph. I feel like you're a very sensitive you know? guy. <laughs> I feel like I'm you're very sensitive. I would, I would be like, fuck Dusty, fuck him for the first two days. I'm yeah. gonna kill that motherfucker. I'm gonna cut his castration. <laughs> coming your way. Yeah, considering you'd be like, 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 leave me though. Why he leave me? Well, yeah, the way I look at it is, is this, right? They, they lost something, right? They lost you, and they don't see how good you are, right? That's on them. So now you can go someone else who will actually appreciate that. I think there's a big difference between a boyfriend. And a fiance. Yeah. No, hundred percent. But I'm saying if they can't see that, just dude, just find someone else. Yeah. They've been childhood sweethearts for like seven and a half years as well. So that's got to be obviously, and he's going to be an emotional wreck for the next few weeks. Probably his first. Whole life. Yeah. His first love. Been together whole their life, nearly eight years, and she just left. Yeah. That's like me and Dusty. If if Dusty was to pull some shit like that on me. hell no i would go utterly crazy because i've we've literally dated from middle school high school we've been together since we graduated cut his balls off yeah i'd probably Friday. kill him too yeah i i would want to be that like strong emotional type where i don't care i'll just find somebody else but eight years of my life wasted i don't think that's possible i would think i would be i would you would definitely cry more year more about the time that you wasted putting in the effort for that relationship knowing that it was a sham that's what I think more women cry about and they don't realize it. But it's the effort that you put into it and now you've got to start it all over. Yeah, it's a little sad. Nine weeks before the wedding too, you must be absolutely and devastated. A lot of men and women have to go through that shit and that's sad. Yeah. I'd be like, shit, let me see if I can get that security deposit back. <laughs> <laughs> let me call them. And why is he leaving the house? I'm pretty sure... They bought the house together. I have every right to be in the house. I'll be in that house and be so petty. Leave a mess all around the house. Do everything that she doesn't like. Take just a to shit. Get don't flush. <laughs> flush, you don't flush my shit, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> just do everything that pissed her off that I knew she hated. Oh, just to get her out of like you, you can go stay with whoever the fuck you fucking. Whoever you fucking, that's who you can go stay with. Bye. Yeah. I would have changed the locks on the doors. Changed the locks on the damn doors. She ain't getting up in there and put up with a little ring doorbell camera. And I'll be like, ha ha, bitch. Ha ha, you can't get in. They had to take it a step further, call the police, say there's a crazy person at the door. Yeah, that's true. I broke up with this person and she's still on my door. 
just keep it up i would i honestly would be that petty but that is all the time we have for this episode um tomorrow we're doing the next episode we will be discussing a lot of different topics <laughs> so tune in for that one thank you for tuning in and we finally have somebody for guys because i was looking at our algorithm and i saw a lot of people from the united kingdom i'm like why don't i have somebody from there so you know you guys can hear a bit of your own people <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, um, you can have a little bit of your own culture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even though you guys don't really have much culture, but they open. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you for joining us, Theo. We we loved having you on. Yeah, no worries. Just nice yeah. to hear your opinion. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like you're. You cut out, Audrey. Yeah, you're, you're just, oh, oh, you. Oh, okay. Everything. Well, Audrey cut out. Well, that's I all keep cutting out. Okay. Oh, I keep cutting out because <laughs> no, if I said that, I find it interesting that Europeans have all these different yeah. ideas. Because you either find a person, a European, who's just very, very, very weird, or very, very hate, like hateful. Mm. I don't know where you've been going, but yeah, I, uh... I don't know about that. <laughs> Like the Ukrainian, like the Ukrainian refugees who are complaining there's too oh, much nice. Muslims and Black people at their refugee camp. <laughs> where, so, you, where, where you get this information from? No, literally, wait, wait, the, the Ukrainian refugees that are yeah. fleeing Russia, right? They are in this camp in Europe, yeah. somewhere yeah. in a couple places in Europe, and they're complaining there's too many gypsies and Black people and Muslims. They want to be moved in an area that's predominantly like. More well, white. Though, what are they used to? You, that doesn't matter. Really that no. <laughs> that doesn't matter. You can't be I picky mean, when you're escaping a time of war. Yeah, you cannot be picky. <laughs> I'm not that like, though. I'm not take it or leave it. Like, take it you or take leave it or leave it. Well, maybe yeah. you should have stayed in that war zone, huh? It's just that you can't be pick and choose when you're going through that situation. You yeah. take whatever. You, it's like the homeless people who are picking on what kind of money they're going to accept. Like when you say, I'll buy you a meal instead of giving you $5. They don't want to accept that. That You don't really want help. Keep it a bug with you. They should have just left in the trenches. Yeah. Honestly. But that's all. That's all we have for today. You guys have a good one. Bye. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Peace out. Yeah,